can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. And Matthew Tankard, the old producer of Adore Beauty. I mean, this is my second last week, and then we've got Joe back. Thank you for everyone who's been, uh, what's the word, enduring (laughs) me as the co-host. How have you been finding it, Hannah? I've loved it. Do you have any tips for my second last app? I actually got an email from our editor to say we were flowing. I do think we've had some really nice like flow states together where we're just chatting usually it's not about beauty usually we're talking about basketball or today we're going to be talking about (laughs) aliens so i just feel like ah yes (laughs) i feel like we really like we've had some nice flow moments together that is so funny yeah let's talk aliens last night so very recently an asteroid was flying through the sky in melbourne and i've just been thinking about how like You know how there's all this news about aliens at the moment? I have seen that. I haven't gone deep into it. Can you give me the, like, cliff notes? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I haven't gone super deep into it either. And that's kind of what I want to talk about of, like, it doesn't seem like it's a conspiracy anymore. It seems like proper American officials (laughs) saying, yeah, yeah, there's aliens. or We've got some type of alien thing going on. And... I don't care. I don't know why, but I don't care. Do you care? (laughs) I do because I really like watching YouTube shorts with physicists. I don't, don't ask me. This is just calms me before bed. Yeah. It's not really calming. It's more just like, you know, secrets of the universe. And I always thought Mm. that, you know, all the physicists are very like conflicted about is there alien life? Is the earth like special? You know, because I think Brian Cox, not the guy from Succession, not the actor from Succession, the (laughs) physicist. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that it took so many billions of years for complex, intelligent life. Like it was billions and billions of years for us to emerge. Yeah. So he, I think, says that it's like a rare, it's quite rare. But apparently there's like trillions of planets. Like it seems improbable that there's not other life out there. That's what I'm thinking. And I also, like, maybe saying that I don't care isn't the right way of putting it. I think it's more like, wouldn't it just feel like finding another type of, like, animal species or something? It's like something else that is just living in some other environment. Like, I don't... It doesn't seem like it... I feel like people put aliens in the same conversation as, like, ghosts. You know what I mean? As if it's, like, something that's, like, crazy supernatural. It would be cool, though. Yeah, it'd be cool. I feel like it would be cool, except it might be scary because you don't know. Like, we don't know. They could attack us. They could be really mean. Or they could be really cool and you could have a little alien co-host on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, hold on. There's a news article. Comet, earthquake or aliens. Mysterious cosmic display lights up Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, my God. Something's happening. What the hell? Something is happening. All right. Well, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, we'll have gotten to the bottom. The scientists will have gotten to the bottom (laughs) of what's happened. Yeah, you and I are just on here being alarmist, saying, what's happening? What's happening? This news came out an hour ago. So, what the hell? Wow. Okay. 
when I get off this, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the. It does really look crazy. Well, peace and love, and good luck to all of the future listeners of this episode. Yes. Hopefully, everything's going okay. Hopefully, there's not an alien invasion. <laughs> yeah. Before we record your last episode, I wonder if the aliens have beauty products. Yeah, fully. I reckon aliens <laughs> would love to use beauty products. That's or maybe like they're just so. I wonder how advanced their vitamin C's. I are. reckon no. I reckon if they're like the little green people that we're thinking, they're probably just so like moisturized and like. <laughs> smooth they don't need anything <laughs> could you imagine if joe out on a holiday is listening to like oh, i wonder how beauty iq is going <laughs> and you and i being like yeah like it could be aliens but it could be <laughs> <laughs> on today's episode we are speaking with our resident gp dr lucinda about pea color and then hannah you have been going through the new arrivals on adore beauty's website and the products we didn't know we needed Today, we have our resident GP, Dr. Lucinda. She's back joining us to tell us what colour our pee should be. I love this topic. (laughs) Why do you love this topic, Hannah? I just think it's funny. I just think it's really funny. (laughs) So, I think we should start with we're always told really dark pee means we're dehydrated. Is this true? And what colour should it be? Well, it's pretty, pretty accurate, really. Basically, if we just talk a little bit about urine, and I'm loving that we're encouraging people to look at their urine here. I think it's a great thing. Always look in the loo after you, Finn. So urine is basically created by our kidneys when they filter your blood. And it's made up of at least 95% water and actually more than like 3,000 other compounds because your kidneys are just like this beautiful filtering machine. And that includes things like electrolytes, proteins, hormones, and breakdown products from like things that we eat and drink, medications, things that get into our foods from the environment, all sorts of things. But the main reason why it's yellow is actually from a breakdown product from our red blood cells, and that's called urobilin or urochrome, uh, depending which country you're in. And that is a yellow color. So with our urine, it should really be this straw yellow color. It can be a transparent yellow, but basically shades of yellow is what we like here. If we get really dehydrated, what's happening is that our body's saying, hey, kidneys, we need a little bit more water in here. And the kidney's like, no problem. I'm going to go get some more water from this urine. And so it puts it into our system. And so as you can imagine, all of those other compounds just get more and more and more concentrated. And that just causes a darker color or a darker yellow, basically. Mm. Do you know, I bought some vitamin B tablets from Thailand when I was in Thailand and I thought there must have been something wrong with me because I'd go pee and it would be like neon Mm -hmm. yellow. (laughs) I was freaking out. I was like, why is my pee neon yellow? Anyway, it was the vitamin B, right? Yeah, it was the vitamin B, but (laughs) some general multivitamins can cause that though. It wasn't just because it was from Thailand. No, I thought maybe the concentration of the vitamin B was too high. That was what I thought. No? No, it's totally fine. So B vitamins, multivitamins, vitamin A can also cause that. And so can Mm. a lot of carrots. It was an interesting colour. Yeah, I find that happens whenever I have like Barocca or something as well. That'll always do it. What are some other factors that can affect the colour? Oh, there's lots of different things. You go a bit heavy on the beetroots or rhubarb and things like that. If you drink too much beetroot juice, if you go number twos, doesn't it look like you've got internal bleeding? Absolutely does. But with pee as well? 
Yeah, it can make it go pink. So blackberries, if you eat a ton of those. Although like I've eaten two pellets of blackberries and I haven't really noticed the color change yet. So I really wonder how many blackberries you'd need to use. So fava beans, aloe and rhubarb can also make your urine go dark as well like a really dark brown sometimes black and then there's a green blue color that people get really freaked out about but that's usually the least concerning um, of all colors surprisingly because <laughs> that normally comes from like a medication such as like amitriptyline which people use for like as a common antidepressant or a pain medication food dyes and very very rarely an infection other reasons for like pink or red urine obviously are things like you know you want to worry about if you believe but you know medications can also cause that as well and apparently senna can actually give you a bit of an orangey red or brown kind of color and then things like antibiotics and we mentioned supplements already but then we're thinking about other causes like cloudy urine which most people probably have a urinary tract infection and it makes it normally a little bit cloudy maybe a little bit milky in color but also something to bear in mind is that you can also drink too much water as well. You can overhydrate. And that's when it goes really clear. You don't really want to go there because it basically disrupts all of your electrolytes in your body. So it just dilutes you too much. And that can lead to problems with your neurological systems, your muscles, you know, your heart malfunctioning and things like that. So it's actually important to make sure that you're hydrated, but not too hydrated. What's too hydrated? How many liters? Well, look, it really depends completely on every person because some people are going to be exercising heaps. Other people are going to have more sedentary life, but they do generally say one and a half to two liters of water a day on top of your normal input. But I really like looking at my urine to figure out where I'm mm. at, <laughs> you know, and making sure it's got a nice, nice. transparent yellow to it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I kind of gauge my own function and also like how frequently you're going as well. That's really interesting. I thought if like the clearer, I thought it was fully just that easy to understand. Like if it's clear, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, if you're transparent, you're doing the right thing. I think that's probably the mm, yeah. easier turn on it and a shade of yellow. Sorry, are there any situations where you should be concerned about your pee colour or just your pee in general? Yeah, totally. Like, So if you're getting, you know, black urine for sure, or, you know, you're getting that red pinky urine and you're like, I haven't eaten like a heap of beetroots here. And then a cloudy urine. Those are definitely colors that I would be worried about. Because with black urine, that could even be a sign if you're known to have melanoma, that it might have even spread. And so, you know, there's lots of different reasons for urine changing different colors. So if you've got your neon thing going on, if you've got your green, blue, generally speaking, it's going to be something that you've eaten or consumed. It's going to be rarely anything else. So any of those other ones, red, pink, black, uh, for sure, you know, cloudy urine, definitely go in and see someone. But then that's just the color. So you know, if you're getting any other symptoms alongside it, so you're feeling feverish, unwell, really tired, shivery, abdominal pain, anything like that, definitely go and see someone in case you've got some sort of infection or kidney stone or something else, really. And while we're on the top of colour as well, how about smell? What affects the smell of our way? You can get a mild smell with your urine. I'm not mm. sure if you guys are also into smelling yui. I think it's quite, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I'm not into it, but yeah, it happens for sure. <laughs> so yeah, a normal kind of smell from urine comes from a waste product 
that's broken down where your proteins are broken down now that's urea and so that you can get a mild hint of something going on but you can get some really odd smells as well so for example people who are pre-diabetic or diabetic can get really sweet smelling urine and then you've got your really foul smelling urine so you know things that smell sulfury like asparagus garlic onions brussels fish cumin general spices and that's because it basically converts an acid in those products into a sulfur-containing compound. And then like things like an ammonia smell, so that could be an infection. There's rotting fish smells in some strange genetic inherited conditions. And there's sort of like when you're pregnant, sometimes you can get sort of offensive smelling urine, but sort of different views as to why that might happen. You might be more dehydrated, generally speaking, your increased risk of developing infections. And also with the microbiome in like the vulva vaginal region as well, if that's disturbed by any form of infection or thrush, that can also impact on the smell of that area as well as the general smell of the urine. And then you've got things that you can see other than the other food. So like, have you ever smelt your urine after having a strong coffee? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Stick your nose in the toilet bowl, do you, Matthew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just sometimes you can't avoid these things, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, so you can get a very brewed aroma with your coffee sometimes. <laughs> and then also things like alcohol can also affect it too. Yeah, my brother, when he was eight, discovered he had diabetes. And it was like one of the things that was like drilled into us brothers from that because we were like, oh, we're going to find that as well. Is that like if you have to go pee a lot because that's what he was told Like, because he was doing that all the time that they got sus about it and they took him to the doctors and they discovered that. So then ever since as a kid, if I've ever had to pee heaps, I'm just like, whoa, here it is. Here's diabetes and diabetes basically the sugar that's in the urine is irritating your urinary tract which is making you pee more and more frequently probably draws more water into the kidneys as well because you've probably seen like osmosis back in the day you know in high school so you've got certain molecules that draw water into sort of areas and so that's what sugar would be doing as well making you pee a lot more and we may as well cover this one off too how many times a day or night should we be passing urine and then i have a secondary question which is just for me so (laughs) does your body because if I drink too much water I'm very sensitive to drinking too much water and then I have to like pee all the time Mm. like if I go on a walk I don't drink water before the walk because there's no toilet to go to on the walk so can you train your body to not have to go to the bathroom Mm. so much when you drink water yeah really good question Mm. So starting with your first question, the usual number of times to pee in a daytime is about four to eight times. Uh, You know, it really depends on lots of different factors. So your diet, age, if you've got any medical conditions, on medications, pregnant, if you're exercising. So that will all impact on how frequently you actually pass urine. And when it comes to passing urine at night, really just once at night is like kind of the max. We wouldn't expect you to be passing urine more than that. There's lots of different reasons as to why you could pass more urine. So for example, with yourself there, like sometimes using some pelvic floor muscle exercises can be really, really helpful. 
And then if you're still sort of doing that and it's not improving, sometimes it's worth looking into something called like an overactive bladder. You need to basically um, have an investigation where they see how much urine you can hold into your bladder before it triggers you to requiring to, to pass your urine, then seeing also how much urine is left over to see if there's anything left over. Have you tried pelvic floor muscle exercises at all or...? Nah, no. Oh, God, I hate those. <laughs> I know, right? You were taught from a young age. <laughs> I'd just rather drink less water, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, holding your bladder on your walks or just trying to generally hold your bladder, give that a go, I guess. I don't like being uncomfortable, but I probably do need to learn to hold it for the whole walk. Yeah. You're saying once at night. Do you mean after do you go to sleep? You only wake up to do it once? Because I reckon I'm doing it. I'm like an old man. I'm doing it all the time what does that mean is that bad no okay because there's an interesting theory going around where when you if you have a slightly unsettled sleep at all and then you just you mildly wake up and you're getting out of your deep sleep or whatever what happens is that there's a hormone in your body that whilst you're asleep just sort of suppresses your need to go and pass urine so if you wake up that hormone level reduces down again and then makes you need to go and pass urine and so that might be what is happening has this been going on for ages kind of thing as long as you kind of remember not as long as i can remember but for the last few years yeah i'm the same matthew if i wake up i go to the toilet yeah because i feel like i can't go to sleep if i if i know that i need to even go like a tiny bit because i'm just like i want to just do it now because then i can yeah Oh my God. I'm so glad you're on the same page with me. I just want to make sure it doesn't mean something really bad. I have to go if I wake up and I even just a tiny little hint. That's really common. But have you ever tracked your sleep? Or like, you know, see if you, you know, snore or anything like that? No, I don't have like a smartwatch or nothing. (laughs) I I haven't done anything like that. Okay, because the most common thing that I come across is that people have some, you know, they wake up like maybe due to like their breathing or something like that or have had a slightly unsettled sleep which could be due to multiple different things like for example even caffeine after midday can still be in your system like hours and hours and hours later on which can slightly disturb your sleep same thing with alcohol can it stop you from going into deep sleep as well so yeah diet's really important and if you're not exercising as well that can also impact on your sleep quality So it's worth having a look at any lifestyle things that you've got going on. But if you're getting up a couple of times anyways to go to the loo, checking your stream to see what that's like. Is it a good flow or is it like stop and start? Or do you feel like you need to, this is particularly for men out there as well, if there's some dribbling at the end rather than it just sort of stopping normally. So all of those kind of things, if that's happening, you know, get yourself checked out by a doctor. They might need to, you know, do some further investigations, do an examination there and make sure everything's nice and healthy. Well, on that note, thank you, Dr. Lucinda, for joining us again. Pleasure, pleasure. Anytime. So today we've got a, well, we were meant to have a guest. The guest is sick. So I have prepared a little something for us to chat about, which I've wanted to do this for so long. I'm so glad you could come up with something. Like I felt, again, 
in these moments where the pressure's on, I just cannot <laughs> contribute. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what I would talk to you about for education. But what have you got for us today, Hannah? So I've been wanting to do this for ages. So when I am browsing the Adore Beauty site, this is what I usually do. So I go to Adore Beauty and then I click on the new arrivals. So if you go to the front page and you go new arrivals and you'll be taken to like all of the new products. And I just like to browse. Mm. It's like an infinite scroll of newness. And so I wanted to talk about all the new products that are new to Adore Beauty and they're from brands that I love and they're products that I already have used that are in different formulas. So anyway, I've got so many, I probably chose too many. Have you always been someone who can, you know how there's some people when they find what works for them, they don't ever want to try something else because they're like, nah, I know what works. This is for me. Are you like that at all? Or are you always happy to try new things? Always happy to try new things. Love yeah. trying new things. I think ever since I started at Adore years and years ago, like I've always just loved trying new products. Mm, okay. I think if you work in beauty, you do have to love that. My yeah. skin doesn't always love it, but <laughs> I personally do. So I'm going to start with Viviology have got a 100 mil version of their Ceramide Moisturizer. I am obsessed with this moisturizer. All their products are really well priced and affordable. So the 100 mil is $75. It's got ceramides. Obviously that's in the name, but for anyone that's heard us speaking about that product, the bottle wasn't like, I think the bottle might've been 50 mils. Mm -hmm. It was quite small for a moisturizer. I mean, it did last ages, but now they've got like a sort of supersized option. If you're just looking for like a great everyday moisturizer, can't recommend this one more be good for you, actually. Well, I need something because now that I've started using retinol. You need moisturizer. I need to make sure I'm moisturizing, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just whacking on that retinol and calling it a day. The next is Color Wow. So this was a million years ago. Joe and I interviewed Chris Appleton. He is Kim Kardashian's hairstylist. So he is an ambassador for Color Wow. So you know it's good. And we chatted to him about he used the Color Wow Dream Coat, which I am obsessed with. It's by far the best product for frizzy hair that I've ever used. So they've got a new Mm. curl range and they've got quite a few products. They've got two shampoos, a conditioner, they've got a spray and they've got a serum all for curly hair. You spray it in, you activate it and then, you know, you will not see any frizz and as someone that's got really frizzy hair. So I can imagine that this would be really great for frizz, which is probably one of the biggest issues that curly haired gals have. Okay, so I have a story for you for the next one. So yesterday I went into work, Matthew. Yeah. And I have a Kmart shower cap and it's too tight. Every time I use it, I end up with a line, a very deep line around my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not only that, it doesn't go away for two or three hours. Like it's stay- – if I'm in the shower for 10 minutes – And then I've got this line around my hairline, like very deep line around my hairline. I can't even describe how. So I'm in a meeting yesterday at work and my boss goes, what have you done to your face? I think it looked like I'd like injured, quite badly injured myself. And I said, it's my shower cap. And she said, you need a new shower cap. It's too small. Wow. I don't know why I've continued on. But anyway, I found a shower cap in the newness section of Adobe. <laughs> it is the Shasilk 
silk lined shower cap and I am 100% like I can imagine it being really soft and luxe knowing yeah. it's just silk because I love their pillowcases, their silk Same. pillowcases. I can just imagine this one being really soft. Oh, it's out of stock. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, nah, but it'll come back. But it looks like the lining around that where you put it on the head, that looks really <laughs> nice and soft and it doesn't look like it's going <laughs> to injure my face. Wait, how long have you been using the same shower cap for? A year, probably. <laughs> you just accept it like this, this is this is what it takes. It's really hard to find good shower caps. And chemist I don't know if anyone relates to this, but Chemist Warehouse, I've tried their shower caps, don't like. So I ended up at I think it was Kmart. Maybe it was Big W. Anyway, one of them. And it's time for a new shower cap. So this one, I'm gonna wait till it comes back in stock. And I will be getting that one. I'm gonna get Caitlin that one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. The next is Kerastase. We talk about Kerastase God knows how much on this podcast. Joe and I both love Kerastase. Matt, I know you're a big fan of Kerastase as Huge. well. Huge. I can't stop Huge. talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a new range. It is the Kerastase Symbios range. This is an anti-dandruff range. And I think, you know, anything Kerastase does, I feel like they put a lot of like research behind their products and I always just find that their products work. It's just one of those brands. It's kind of like a SkinCeuticals. It's just yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's going to work. Yes, you're paying a premium for the products, but you just know that their products are going to work. Definitely give that a go if you are suffering from dandruff. We actually should do an, another episode on dandruff, I think. I still don't really understand it. Me neither. Okay, the next product is I am obsessed. Laneige lip sleeping masks are like the best. I have one beside my bed, one in the bathroom, yeah, one on my desk. I just have them everywhere. They're so good. They're like I just use them every day. I know it says it's a lip sleeping mask, but it's not really. You can basically just use it all day and it, it's long lasting. Like the mm. moisture that you get into your lips is really long lasting. Yeah, Eddie uses that all the time. Eddie has Oh, one does he? As well, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that for him. Yeah. So this one, they've got a new flavor. It is the Swirl Pink Lemonade. So it's like a swirl of yellow and orange. So it kind of looks like the product's been swirled with two different flavors. Mm. Pink lemonade flavored. Oof, that just sounds so good. I have the mm. gummy bear, the purple gummy bear one, which is so nice. But I think this one sounds really good. Pink lemonade flavored. The key ingredients in the lip sleeping mask is a berry mix complex, vitamin C, coconut oil, shea butter, some other seed butter. And it's got this thing called moisture wrap technology, which uses beta glucan to form a slow releasing moisture layer over the skin, locking in active ingredients and mineral water. And I feel like this is just, if you've got dry lips, seriously, you can't go past a lip sleeping mask. This is like, it seems like literally the best thing you can get. Yeah. Love yeah. it. The next on the list is you probably weren't around when I was talking about Harder Labo. It's probably one of my favorite affordable skincare brands. They have like their patented hyaluronic acid ingredient. So hydrating. I've been using their plumping. It's like a plumping gel moisturizer. Absolutely love. Their sheet masks are really good. So they have quite a few new products on Adore Beauty, but I liked the look of the anti-aging wrinkle reducer cream. It says here that it's a rich, fluffy moisturizer with their super hyaluronic acid, collagen, and retinol to leave skin looking plump, smooth, and feeling ultra soft. So I feel like this would be, remember how we were talking about 
a cream for guys, this would be like if your boyfriend won't use skincare, yeah. I feel like this would be really good because it's got the hyaluronic acid, it's a moisturizer, and it's got retinol in it as well. Oh, and wow. it's also $40. So I feel like this one would be really good. I want to get a visualizer on it because as we've talked about, lots of Guys, would only use skincare if the product looks like it's a, I don't know, black or if it's like a gun or a, a motor. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think it is. It's like clear. Yeah. It's like a clear bottle. Yeah, clear bottle. Yeah. I think their products are great. So I really, really want to try that one. So the next is Olaplex have quite a few new products. And firstly, I do not need to buy anything new. But I did see that they've got their shampoo and conditioner now in one litre bottles. I'm obsessed with their shampoo and conditioner. My sister's obsessed. My sister won't use anything else except Olaplex. She has same hair as me, coarse and thick. So you can now get them in one litre, which how long would a one litre shampoo and conditioner last you? I don't even know. Long time. You know, it's really good for just, I think, all hair types, great for damage, really moisturizing. The conditioner is super nice, doesn't like weigh down the hair. Next is, okay, I have the Mason Balzac have these amazing carafes and they've yep. just, I think, come out with an extra large carafe. This one has a capacity of 1.8 liters because my carafe is quite small. And so this one would be so good for like a dinner party or if you want to like make sure that you're increasing your water intake, you just keep it on your desk. I'd probably pour my soda stream in there, even though I know soda stream soda water you shouldn't drink too much i think it's not that good for your teeth to drink it all the time oh really apparently okay a dentist dm'd me after i said i drank heaps of uh-huh. soda stream <laughs> <laughs> so this one would be really good to have on your desk they are so beautiful yeah. these crafts i'm just obsessed and i really like that they have the extra large one now they have all different colors this one the one that i was looking at was a pink extra large would you say like the iconic one is that opaque mint well the extra large is only in the pink mm. on site. So the pink must be really popular on Adore Beauty. Basically, I have the whole pink range. I have four glasses. I have the carafe. I have the incense holder. And then I did used to have an oil burner, but I broke it by mistake. So I really like their, all of their glass products. Yeah, they're great. You do have to be careful not to drop them on the ground. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they've really created like a stranglehold over culture like i see these types of things everywhere now like lots yeah. of different like mason balzac items like, i feel like anko will make heaps of you know similar knockoff <laughs> ones as well. anko <laughs> uh, i do love me some anko oh from, that's the kmart in-house brand guys that's your shower cap So now the next product was something that I actually bought from Boots in Thailand and I've been waiting for it to come on Adore Beauty so I can talk about it. So I was having issues. I was sweating a lot in Thailand, as you can imagine. I was running and exercising and I was breaking out all over my arms, like weird place to break out, but I was getting breakouts on my arms and I ended up buying this. It's the La Roche-Posay Effaclar Peeling Gel. It comes in a 400 ml really big big pump bottle. So I started using that. I was breaking out all over my neck and my face from all the sweat. And then I would use that. I'd basically work out and then I'd go home and I'd shower and I'd wash my face and my arms and my back sometimes with this gel. 
and it worked. Like it really did work. Basically, it removes excess sebum, reduces the recurrence of breakouts. It can be used on both the face and body. It's got salicylic acid, which is, you know, we've spoken about this a lot, but it's really good for unclogging the pores. It's got LHA, another acid, and zinc, which purifies the skin and reduces sebum. Great product. I think if you're having face and body breakouts, this big pump bottle would just be so good to have in the shower to wash yourself, especially after you exercise, to get rid of all the excess oil on the skin. Mm. So I'm really glad that they've got that because I bought that in Thailand years ago. I've been waiting for it to come on a door. The next product that's new to Adore is K18 Molecular Repair Hair Oil. This one is definitely on my list because the K18, I recommend K18. They're expensive products, but they have a K18 Leave-In Molecular Repair Mask. This is amazing. If you have damaged hair, oh my God, I used it probably too quickly, but I'm so obsessed with this product. It is $100. But if you've got a lot of hair breakage, a lot of damage, I always suggest this to people to have a look at that. They now have a hair oil. So if you love a hair oil, you'd probably really love this. It's got 24-hour frizz control. It minimizes split ends by 78%. It acts as a heat protectant, so up to 232 degrees. It's lightweight, non-greasy, and repairs and strengthens hair from within with their K18 peptide technology. Sounds right up my alley. So especially with the frizz factor, I love that 78% reduction in split ends. That's what I need. I have so many split ends. Mm. Yeah, is K18 kind of like the skin ceuticals of hair? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. Like kind of, I guess, really science-y mm. brand. I have a one more. So when I started at Adore many years ago, I remember getting this limited edition Alpha H liquid gold rose. So it was like you know, liquid gold. It was like a liquid rose gold and it was limited edition and it was liquid gold, but it smelt like roses. It was so nice. And I've just seen, I don't know whether this is a new product or they've just brought the limited edition or I don't know what the deal is. But anyway, I had to talk about it. It is basically their cult classic Alpha H liquid gold. It has roses in it. It's like a rose infused reformulation of the original liquid gold. It's got additional hydrating ingredients for dry skin types. It's got like a beautiful rose scent if you like that rose scent. But then it's also got the 4.6% glycolic acid. So if you're a fan of liquid gold, you'll definitely probably love this one too. Wow. And now I have to take a breath. Huge. Thank you, Hannah. Because... I feel like I <laughs> Thank really you for fast. doing that. <laughs> you really came through for us. Okay, products we didn't know we needed. We are joined yet again by absolute friend of the podcast, Sadaf Razi, Senior Beauty Editor at Adore Beauty. Thanks for joining us, Sadaf. Thanks for having me again, guys. This is fun. Sadaf, what have you chosen for us today? Okay, so look, I feel like a lot of us at Adore are big Kerastase Elixir All Team stands. I know Joe loves it. I'm obsessed with it. And I've written up a hair oil story recently. And like I said, I will not rest until everyone knows about this hair oil. And true backstory 
story actually about Kerastase. It's not my – I keep sneaking other ones in here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but literally was at a Zara in Sydney and a lady tapped me on the shoulder. And this is a true story. And she was like, hi, I follow Adore Beauty and I bought that really expensive hair oil you told me about. And I was like, oh, my God. I, like, fully hugged her. And I was like, I'm so sorry to your bank account, but your hair is going to be so shiny. So I feel like I didn't think anything would rival this or be as good. But because of that hair oil story, I came to fall in love with another one that's like on par for me. So it's the Virtue Healing Oil. Have you guys heard of this one? Oh, love Virtue. How good is Virtue? Virtue's amazing. Such a great brand. Do you feel like it's not on enough people's radar? I feel like more people yes. need to know about Virtue. I think it is if you listen to this podcast, but if you don't, it's probably maybe it's not. And if you follow Jennifer yes. Garner because she posts about it a lot, yeah, then you'd be on your radar. <laughs> that was on my notes, Hannah. <laughs> so, yeah. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, so it's good. Like it just proves my point. So she obviously is an ambassador of Virtue, but she – Love It kind of aligned because her hair artist, I guess, was using these products on her hair. And this hair oil is one of her favorite products in the range. And I mean, just look at her lustrous hair, like say no more. So yeah, it's powered by Virtue's signature alpha keratin 60KU protein, which is identical to the keratin in our hair. So it kind of repairs the damage, like it binds to the damage in your hair and kind of repairs it from the inside out. But basically why I fell in love with it, and I love it just as much as Kerastase Alex Team, is when I reviewed this hair oil for Beauty IQ, literally instantly gave me glossy shinier softer hair and that shine lasted in between my washes like the next day I took a photo mm -hmm. and my hair was just as shiny and I think you can use it year-round but especially now in the winter chill like we've got aircon blasting and it's like the cool air and I think hair can you know look a little lackluster so if you're kind of losing your shine and your hair's just looking Hagrid-esque or whatever you know it is repairing like longevity wise but then it gives you that instantly shiny soft glossy hair it's just amazing it's so good have you tried the healing oil i haven't but i can imagine all their products i love the unfreeze is yes. amazing the curl range is amazing and the shampoos and conditioners so i can only imagine the healing oil is good guys if your hair is just like lacking shine it is a little spendy but it's so worth it you only need a little bit hannah your unfreeze article still is a vibe and does well. Seriously? Like people, yes. <laughs> so it's good. Nah, that unfreeze is really good. Yeah. Glad it's still a vibe. So get on the healing oil, guys. Jennifer Garner loves it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, Hannah, what have you got for today? Today I am the Mr. Smith Primer. I've been seeing this on Instagram and Kiara, our producer, dropped off a whole heap of stuff and this was in there. I'm always looking for after the shower treatment that has heat protection. Mm. That's probably my number one because I'm inevitably going, unless I'm leaving it curly and then I'm using like you know, anti-frizz curl ranges, I'm going to straighten my hair or I'm going to do something with heat. So I always want to mm. find something that's like a pre-styling spray that's not just a heat protector. Like I want some other benefit in there as well. Mm. The primer, it was made to smooth and add shine and prolong style, but it's also got heat and UV protection, which is exactly what I was looking for. It's also got a couple of ingredients in there that promote a healthy scalp, which I thought was really interesting. The two ingredients, it's got desert lime extract. So that is a high concentration of vitamin C. Ooh. And then it's also got quandong extract, high in essential fatty acids and vitamin C. I really like it. I used it the other day after the shower, I sprayed it 
all through my hair and then I straightened it and I thought it was really nice. Oh, it's a spray. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've just sprayed all over my (laughs) camera. Sorry, guys. You guys can't see, but I thought it was going to be like, I know when you said primer, like a gel or something. Yeah, so so did I. And then I opened the lid and I was like, oh, how easy is a spray? That's so good. Very good. Similar to like a heat protector. So you spray it on damp hair before styling or dry hair to refresh an existing style. I really like the name as well, primer. I think that tells you exactly what it does. Oh, and then the other thing with Mr. Smith is their products are... Peter certified vegan, if that's something that is of interest. Yeah, good to know actually. $43. But it's huge. Oh, it's that's a really not bad. It's that big. looks like a big bottle. It's a big bottle that would last you a long time. Also, for $43, you've said we're getting a heat protectant, scalp health, vitamin C, like what else do you want? Yeah. And then also adds shine. I thought it was really nice. So I will definitely be continuing to use it. I like that. You're right. The spray is so much easier to use. How good. Yeah. Just spray it after the shower on damp hair. All right. I'm going to have to look into that one. <laughs> Influenced. <laughs> uh, great. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Adaf. Thank you so much for having me. Lots of fun. Matthew, I went to the Barbie movie last night with my parents Just me, mum and dad. My boyfriend refused to come. How do you like it? I thought, okay, this is an unpopular opinion, I'm sure. It was a little bit too wacky for me. I thought Ryan Gosling was a standout performance. However, and I thought the set design and the costumes, the acting, I thought it was, and it was funny, great, all good things. But the storyline was really out there. Just my opinion what do you, because you did see it already. What did you think? It was just so bizarre. I mean, I did really like it and I found it really funny. I think it was like in the last 20 minutes or so, it got like really existential and it kind of seemed like people who were like writing it had like conflicting ideas, like, oh, we want it to be about this. But then Mattel would have been like, no, nah, it's got to be about this. And then there yeah. wasn't like a cohesive idea of what the ending will be. Maybe I'm dumb and I just didn't get like the full meaning. But yeah, don't get me wrong. I was really into it. It just the end really kind of confused me. Yeah. I thought it was visually stunning. And I thought Ryan Gosling was just a scene stealer. But I did find it was really out. I did, I just found that the, the whole storyline was a bit out there. But still, it was a great watch. I did really enjoy myself. But Maybe I thought it was going to be rooted more in reality, but but you know it is about a doll, so I don't know where I got that idea from. It is about Barbie doll. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I just thought it would be like there was a scene when all the Kens end up in like a completely white room. Do you know that scene and they dancing? Oh yeah, and those, yeah, I did love all the dancing. Yeah, but sure. how did we end up from like they were on a beach to like a? I was struggling. My mind was struggling with the changes in <laughs> alternate universes. Anyway. Oh, but I, I tell you who I really liked as well. What's her name? She's on SNL. Uh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. She was great. Mm. I'll give it seven out of ten. So funny. My dad, I think, gave it like an eight or nine out of ten. My mum's such, oh, <laughs> such a harsh critic. Five out of ten. <laughs> she said she almost fell asleep. okay if you're giving that a seven out of ten what would you have given oppenheimer see i thought eight out of ten for oppenheimer i thought it was slightly better but still too long i still stand by my still too too long (laughs) yeah but i did want to quickly say that adore has all of the barbie mania products we've got quite a few limited edition products so if you if you loved barbie which i'm not saying i didn't love it i did love it but if you really loved it, Mermaid Hair have got 
two limited edition Barbie kits. They've got the blowout and wave kits. We've also got OPI. They've got like nail polish sets. So they've got like the pink color and they've got sparkles, which would be really cool. If you are a massive Barbie fan and you want to get some limited edition, have you seen there's even a grilled burger that's pink? Yeah. <laughs> so to me, that's also like there's just so much going on. I just like can't. I I, I just I'm a bit overwhelmed by all the yeah. Barbie mania, but I do like the look of the nail polishes because that seems more aligned to Barbie to me. Fully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I'll go through uh, Adore Beauty doing like an Oppenheimer merch as well. So I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's leave it, leave it there. See ya. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>